So for a couple of years now, I've been working on this book called Brihat Madanga, Spreading the Glories of Sri Krishna. A part of this book is Srila uh, Prabhupada's quotes. And I was reading this this morning, a very nice letter that Srila Prabhupada wrote. He said, I am pleased to know that all of you are enthusiastically engaged in distributing our books. In this modern godless civilization, everyone is greatly suffering due to lack of the real knowledge of Krishna consciousness. And our task is very great and very important. We must deliver this pure science of God to everyone and give them the chance to make their lives successful. So you continue this book distribution program very nicely and at the same time take advantage of these books yourselves. Not that you just distribute, but neglect reading them yourself. Always read them, especially Krishna book. Every time you have a spare moment, you should read. This will help you to advance in Krishna consciousness and will give you the ability to convince others also. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. So the first thing he says here, I'm very pleased to know that you are enthusiastically engaged in distributing our books. So if we distribute books, we know that Srila Prabhupada is pleased. Because this is the mission, this is the instruction given to him by his spiritual master to write and distribute books in the Western countries. So he's very, very pleased by this activity of book distribution. Because uh, devotees know, especially pure devotees, know that people who lack Krishna consciousness are, uh, are suffering. Srila Prabhupada, in, the, in this book, Message of Godhead, he mentions that everybody in the material world, they're street beggars. Now, they may not be poverty-stricken materially, but spiritually, people are pretty poverty-stricken. Even the wealthiest, sometimes they commit suicide, take all kinds of intoxication. So, spiritually, practically, everybody is poor. So, by distributing books, we're giving people an opportunity to experience real wealth, which is spiritual. Spiritual wealth. So, therefore, uh, we try to go out and give this very valuable knowledge to others. Srila Prabhupada used to give the, the example of Sanatana Goswami, who was in Vrindavan. And there was one man, he wanted to be wealthy. So he was worshipping Lord Shiva, quite common in India. So Lord Shiva decided to somehow give special mercy to this person. So he said, actually, if you want wealth, you'll have to go to Vrindavan and speak to Sanatana Goswami. He said, okay. And he paid obeisances to Sanatana Goswami. And Sanatana Goswami said, what is it you want? I want wealth. I want to be very, very wealthy. And Sanatana Goswami said, no problem. Well, what kind of wealth do you want? I want material wealth. Okay, no problem. If you go in the in that, he said, if you go into that garbage pile over there, you're going to find there's a touchstone, and any 
piece of iron you touch with that touchstone, it turns into gold. So this person was very excited. So he ran over and he found this touchstone. And he went, and he became extremely wealthy. A big mansion, and, and so many servants, and just so much sense gratification. But then after a few years, it became dry. He wasn't happy. So he started thinking, that's not Goswami. He gave me this touchstone. Now I'm so wealthy, but I'm not happy. He asked me, do you want material wealth, or do you want spiritual wealth? He's a very wise man. Maybe this, this spiritual wealth, maybe that's what it's like. So he decided, immediately decided to go back to Vrindavan. And he said to Sanatana Goswami, you know, I've become very wealthy by your mercy, but I'm not happy. You mentioned something about spiritual wealth. Can I get that spiritual wealth? But first you take the touchstone and you throw it in the Yamuna. So, being dissatisfied with his material wealth, he threw it in there, went back to Sanatana Goswami, and Sanatana Goswami gave him the treasure of the Maha Mantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Then he had real wealth. So this is where real wealth is, spiritual life. Transcendental knowledge, knowledge of Krishna, the Mahamantra, Krishna Prasadam. So this is real wealth. This is how people can actually be satisfied. And if we please, Srila Prabhupada, by distributing these books, then we also become pleased, we become satisfied. By satisfying the pure devotee, then we also become satisfied. And not only are we satisfying the, the pure devotee, but the people whom we distribute books to also become satisfied. Yesterday, uh, Atma met this nice couple, and they were so enthusiastic. And I said, oh, I've been searching for this. And he uh, took two books, gave $40. A very nice couple. So there's people out there that are looking for the absolute truth. They're looking for spirituality. And if we don't go out there, then they don't, they might, you know, run into something, something spiritual, but we know this is the highest. <laughs> because Krishna himself, he says, Raja Vidya, Raja Guya, this is the king of knowledge. There's no higher knowledge. The most secret of all secrets is the purest knowledge. Not only is it the highest, it's the purest knowledge. Raja Vidya, Raja Pavitram, Midam Uttam, Pratyaksa, and because it gives direct uh, perception of the self, uh, it is the perfection of religion. It is everlasting and it's joyfully performed. It's a joyful process. It's like book distribution is such a, a nice activity. Sometimes we speak to devotees that were previously distributing books. They, for some, whatever reason, they stopped distributing. And without exception, 99% of the time, let's say, they say those are the best years in my life. Because uh, when you go on book distribution, you actually have to live the philosophy. Otherwise, it's very difficult. So you have to go out there and, and, and see people as spirit souls, and go out there as a spirit soul, giving spirit souls the mercy, trying to please Krishna, trying to, it's a very transcendental activity. And there's so much reciprocation 
from book distribution. There's a lot of reciprocation from Krishna. It's like it's amazing how when one is sincerely trying to distribute books, trying to please Krishna, then so many nice people come and take books. It's so ecstatic. But then if you're not in good consciousness, it's amazing how many people aren't interested at all. And even sometimes people that are interested don't take a book because you're in bad consciousness. There was one instance of a devotee that had that experience. He was distributing and struggling like anything. He wasn't in good consciousness. And finally met one person that was interested in the books, wanted the books, but he said to the, to the devotee, I really like these books and I want them, but I'm not going to get them from you. <laughs> Imagine how bad he felt. You know? So, But he understood. He understood that that was due to my nonsense. I remember I was distributing books in Miami one day. Miami airport and this person was coming to the airport and a devotee called him over and this person he, 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 he hit him so hard in the face that he went flying and he landed on his back but five minutes before this happened I remember hearing him say Krishna I don't want to distribute books today and this is back in like 82 when like book distribution was like really on fire Back in the late 70s, early 80s, it was just like the, the most prominent activity. So I was like shocked, you know, I was just a new devotee. I was, I was like, I was shocked to hear him say that, you know. And then five minutes later, this guy came by. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as that happened, this devotee got up and he said, that was Krishna. <laughs> that was Krishna smashing me from my nonsense mentality. So he went to the bathroom, he washed off the blood. Went back and he had a huge day on book distribution. <laughs> so Krishna knows how to reciprocate perfectly. You know? <laughs> but one thing you don't ever want to say on book distribution is, Krishna, I don't want to distribute books today. <laughs> so I was, I was very shocked by that whole scene. So yeah, one devotee said, when you go on book distribution, you actually meet Krishna. So it's a very uh, wonderful activity and Krishna says also Naham Tishtami Vaikunte Yoginam Hridiyesuva Tattat Tishtami Narayatra Gayanti Madhbhakta He says I'm not in Vaikunta I'm not in the hearts of the yogis but I'm wherever my devotees are spreading my glories so when you go out in book distribution you go out preaching Harinam also Krishna is there and he's very pleased it's like Srila Prabhupada said I'm very pleased so he says that we should also be enthusiastic on book distribution so how to be enthusiastic? He gives the key here. In the last sentence, he says, this will help you to advance. He says, every time you have a spare moment, you should read. This will help you advance in Krishna consciousness and will give you the ability to convince others to take books. This is where we get our enthusiasm, from hearing from those who are enthusiastic. And who is more enthusiastic than Srila Prabhupada? What is that reference? This is a letter. A letter. Yeah, May 5th, 1972. Yeah, he says, uh, always read them. Actually, he says, especially, oh no, <laughs> I'll back up a little bit. He says, not that you just distribute, but neglect reading them yourself. Always read them. He says, especially Krishna book. Interesting. Another time it says, anybody who reads Krishna book, they'll become a devotee. We may not see it, but that's Prabhupada's. Remember that? Statement Prabhupada said that. 
So then he says, every time you have a spare moment, you should read. This will help you to advance in Krishna consciousness and will give you the ability to convince others also. So hearing is the key if you want to be enthusiastic to distribute books. We have to be enthusiastic to read the books. Prabhupada, he says in one purport, that if one hears with rapt attention, one can see Krishna on every page of the Srimad Bhagavatam or Bhagavad Gita. But to hear with rapt attention, one has to be uh, pure in mind. But to be pure in mind, one has to be pure in action. Well, you all know that. That's pretty good. Yeah, we're reading the book. But to be pure in action, one has to be pure in huh? eating, sleeping, mating, and defending. Yeah. It's very interesting that it's all dependent on pure eating, sleeping, mating, and defending. <laughs> and then we can have a pure mind. We can have pure. So, pure eating, of course, we're honoring Krishna Prashada. But we're honoring it. We're not just chowing down. Prabhupada, he was. When he would honor Prashadam, he would ninety-five percent of the time he would he would honor it by himself. It's very spiritual activity for Shiva Prabhupada. So yeah, we should honor Prashadam. And then uh, sleeping Prabhupada before he would go to sleep, he would tell the servant, "Now I'm going to waste time." <laughs> Interesting. How many of us feel like that? <laughs> I'm like, now I can just forget all the everything and just go into. Ignorance, you know. <laughs> so, it's interesting that if you, if you sleep, let's say, eight hours a day, and you live for, or let's say, six hours, we're supposed to be about six, seven, seven. Let's say you just sleep, sleep six hours a day, and you live 80 years, that means uh, 20 years of your life was in sleeping. 20 years. That's a lot of sleep. <laughs> Of course, we need to rejuvenate the body. But Prabhupada generally, he would say six or seven. One time he said eight, but generally we shouldn't uh, waste time. Generally, the non-devotees, where do they sleep? Ten to twelve, you know, if they can. It's like a day off. And it, of course, they have to sleep less a lot of times because they work, but they can get away with it. Ten to twelve hours. I remember one devotee said, he said, before he joined, so what's your schedule? What do you guys do? Well, we wake up early. We wake up about four o'clock. So you guys wake up at four o'clock. That's when I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then we kept reading the books. And then he became a devotee. And he changed the schedule. That's another nice thing about Christian consciousness is that our whole life becomes cleansed. You know, we learn how to do everything: how to eat, you know, how to go to the bathroom, how to utilize our time properly what to eat, what not to eat, what to spend our time doing, what not to spend our time doing. Basically, Prabhupada just came and told us how to be human beings. I mean, there was a, one lady distributing books, and, and she approached one guy, and, and he was telling her that, you know, I'm going through such a troublesome time now in my life. I got, I've got three girlfriends, and you know, two of them are giving me such problems, and I just, I just don't know what do, you know. And he said, do you have any suggestions? And she, she, she said, well, this book, this book is meant to help us to become a human being. And he said, that's it. I'm an animal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an animal. That's the problem. 
And then he, he bought books. And he <laughs> hopefully he's a human being now. <laughs> the people, you know, he's a little bold. You know, sometimes you have to be a little bold. You know. <laughs> but you said it in a nice way, and he caught it immediately. You know. Yeah, that's, that's a problem. I'm like an animal. <laughs> so that's what these books actually teach us. You know, teach us how to be a human being. A human being inquires. What is the goal of life? Prabhupada said it. An intelligent person asks three questions. Why am I here? What's the goal of life? What happens at the time of death? So these books answer all this, all these questions. And people are asking questions. They're not getting satisfied answers from the knowledge that they're receiving in the universities. Actually, I think it's Bhaktino Thakur. He says these universities and the school system, it's, it's slaughterhouses for the soul. So they're not really getting any knowledge which is which will help them. But this knowledge will actually help them. So many devotees they're on the almost on the you know, verge of suicide. Then they got Prabhupada's books, became devotees, they got real life. So in so many ways people benefit from reading these books. But yeah, we have to be enthusiastic and associate with people that are enthusiastic. That's how we become enthusiastic. Mother Nidra here has been distributing books since 1970. But you were distributing before? Yeah, look at that. Before even joining the temple. For how many years before book before you joined? Were you With Prabhupada's books. 74, already two years before you joined. That's amazing. So there's an enthusiasm. Also, there's another Mahaji, Daivi Shakti. She got Prabhupada's books and she was just like, wow, this is the absolute truth. Now, i got to get it out to the people. <laughs> and she had never met a devotee. And she was thinking, how can I get this knowledge out to them? And then she met the devotees and then she heard about book distribution. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> and she's been distributing since 1970, I think. Yeah. Daivi Shakti, yeah. She's been distributing books for 41 years, over four decades. You know, she a lot of books to a lot of Oh, yeah, Devan Swami and Chandamoli Swami. She helped them. And she told me that her intention when she goes out on book distribution is to make a devotee a day. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, very enthusiastic. Yeah, she, she, she has her, her uh, guru making days also. <laughs> Very enthusiastic. So you associate with people that are enthusiastic, then you also become enthusiastic. And that's that's why reading Srila Prabhupada's books is so important. Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, we get those, so much enthusiasm. And we become enthusiastic, and then people, they, they see our enthusiasm. It's like when Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was in India, and he was uh, going in Harinam everywhere and preaching the message, and people would hear him, and they were just like... They would just become enthusiastic and they'd just become touched by the mercy of Lord Chaitanya and they'd go to their village and they would they'd become enthusiastic and they'd get touched by them and then whoever they would touch, they would get touched by the mercy. And it's still going on. Srila <laughs> Prabhupada got touched by the mercy of Lord Chaitanya through his spiritual master, Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasmatitanakur. So and it's still going on. And, you know, his disciples they got touched. It's like a Prabhupada gave the example of just like a, a, an electrical wire a hot electrical wire that touches some some copper, then it, it carries on. The electric, the electric current carries on. And so it's like that. anybody that touches Prabhupada, they get this electrical current, you know, like it's zapped, you know, and someone touches it and they get zapped, you know, just 
it's still going on. You know? And anybody touches Prabhupada's book, they get this zap, you know. <laughs> so it's, uh, and Prabhupada even says that the one, one purport, he says the, the pure devotee does not have a material body because of his being surcharged with the uh, with the identical interest of Krishna statement there. Because he becomes surcharged with the identical interest. So the identical interest of Krishna is that this knowledge be distributed. And Krishna's a he's a preacher he's a preacher also. He's the best preacher. <laughs> Bhagavad Gita. So people hear the words of Krishna and the words of Srila Prabhupada and they also can become enthusiastic. Take to devotional service. Prabhupada says in one purport that the if you if you have a piece of gold, you have a gold ring and you have a diamond, you put the diamond in the gold ring is very attractive. Those diamond is very very beautiful. Let's say they have these purple diamonds and pink diamonds and green diamonds, very beautiful. You put them in a gold ring, it's very attractive. So he says that the that Krishna, he's compared to the diamond and the pure devotee is compared to the gold. It's a very nice combination. So this is what we're giving out. We're giving out diamonds to the people by which they can become actually wealthy. And whatever they do, they take a book, they give a donation. This goes in their spiritual bank account. If they read one line and they appreciate it, that goes up in their bank account. And when we're distributing books, you know, that's increasing our spiritual bank account. Each book you distribute, it's increasing our, what do they call it? Yeah. Bhakti points. Bhakti points. Yeah. Bank terminology. Bank terminology, yeah. Your, your, your account, your account yeah. increases. Yeah. Credit. Huh? credit. Your credit, your, your, your credit balance yeah. increases for each book you distribute. And even if you don't distribute, even if you go out and you try all day to distribute your books and you don't distribute a book, still you get the credit. Lord Chaitanya is so merciful. Because there's a statement that, that if one engages in some type of devotional service, even if there's no success, still you get the credit. Because Krishna, he's interested in the intention. If you have this desire to please Krishna by giving this knowledge out to others or in any way, any way that we want to please Krishna. Krishna sees that desire and uh, we get the result. So Krishna is very merciful. So then uh, Prabhupada goes on to say, in this modern godless civilization, everyone is greatly suffering due to lack of real knowledge, Krishna consciousness. And our task is very great and very important. Because people don't have knowledge of God. There's a little bit of knowledge. Uh, it's like in, in the Christian faith, uh, God is omniscient, God is omnipotent. He's all-powerful. Anything else? Hmm? Benevolent. He spoke the Ten Commandments from a bush. Something, something like the regular principles. Anything else? It's really mm-hmm. this uh, article that Satyajit wrote. He's comparing the descriptions of God in the Old Testament. One thing at Cherubim. That he writes. That God writes was writing on a cherubim. And cherry. Cherubim, I think. It's a Hebrew word. It's a Hebrew word. Cherry means. Is that what it means? Cherry. No, it actually means a giant bird. A giant bird. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laugh
Testament says that God was riding on a bird with a crown and everything. Garuda. <laughs> very good. So there's some information, but very limited information of God. So we have so much information, so rich. Srimad Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, Chaitanya Charitamrita, so many other literatures are coming out. Brihad Bhagavatam Gita, Gopi Pranadana, and company are translating so many other books. We have so much information. We read these books for a lifetime. And even uh, you finish reading them, still you read it again, and it's, it's, you get so much more. And one nice thing about Kali Yuga is that we're very forgetful. <laughs> so you can read the whole Bhagavatam, then start reading it again. I don't remember reading yeah. that. <laughs> and it's like ever fresh, you know. It's like ever fresh, yeah. <laughs> and Prabhupada actually says in one purport that you can read the, the Bhagavad Gita yeah, a thousand times, and each time you read it, you get more insight in the subject matter. And I, I don't know, I've read the Bhagavad Gita maybe 25 times now, and it's like that. You just read it, it's just like, oh, it's so nice. And Krishna, he, I think he, he, he was blessed by his spiritual master, Sandipani Muni, that whatever you speak, it will be ever fresh. <laughs> right? <laughs> Of course, he doesn't need blessings, but still the guru has to do his role, yeah. <laughs> Give him blessings. So, it's so nice. So, it's so nice. And when you, naturally, when you, when you have something very nice, you want to share it with others. Especially, you want to share it with your uh, intimate friends. So, that's another thing. When we go out on book distribution, that's a nice mentality to have. We're approaching our old friends. Because everybody is part and parcel of Krishna. So they're also Krishna's old friends. Everybody is you know, the friend of Krishna. He's the friend of all the divinities. Bhaktaram Yagatapasam, Sarvadoka Maheshram, Suradam Sarvabhutam, Gyatramamantra, So everybody is the friend of Krishna. So when we approach people, we should approach them that our old friends, what a nice mentality to have. Huh? And people feel, they sense there's like this sixth sense, you know, they, 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 they sense, you know, our mentality. And if our mentality is to give, people pick up on that. But if we're, our mentality is to take, they pick up on that. And generally, if we're in the bodily conception of life and we're in the mental conception, then the, the, the tendency is to, is to take. But if we're on the spiritual platform, some understanding that I'm a spirit soul giving Christian to others, then the mentality the, the, is to give, transcend this, uh, this uh, gross mentality and you enter the subtle mentality of spirit. And you, you want to give. And this is why the pure devotees, because they're completely on the spiritual platform, they want to give themselves. Prabhupada gave so much. It's amazing. It's like he translated the Srimad Bhagavatam. There's so many nice purports there. So Prabhupada said that, that I am more present in my books than I am in my physical. It's like there's the Vani and there's the Vapu. But the Vani, this is like, this is the essence of Srila Prabhupada. Because he's really, I mean, he's scrutinizing, he said every word, he's choosing every word in his purple. And therefore, we all relish reading Srila Prabhupada's books because that's really, really present. So then, Srila Prabhupada goes on to say 
that our task is very great and very important. And actually, this is the, the greatest movement on the planet because we're giving the highest knowledge of Krishna. So therefore, Srila Prabhupada, he, he wrote a letter to the devotees that everybody should join the Sankirtan party. And as soon as that was, was read by the devotees there, this message was, was sent all around the movement. And it became like a... Uh, it became like a... a it, what is it? Wildfire. 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 Wildfire, yeah. It spread like wildfire. And it became like a, like a real movement. You know, when, when that letter was, was read and sent out, it really became a movement, a, a war on Maya. So, uh, the reason he said that is because it's, this knowledge is very important and people need this, this information. This is the, the purpose of having the human form of life is to get this knowledge. And people think that the, the goal of the human form of life is People do not know that the goal of life is to serve Krishna. But what they are thinking is the goal of life is Sanskrit. And therefore, this is the main focus all around the world. People in the bodily conception, in illusion, in darkness, just bewildered by this cloud of illusion, therefore in this darkness. So this, the purpose of this movement is to give light, to give light so that they can appreciate what life is really about, spiritual life. So it's a great task, very important. And the more we, sometimes devotees, they ask me, how do you, how do you get inspired to study books. I read Prabhupada's books diligently. And Prabhupada, he's a preacher, and he, you know, throughout his books, he's always expressing the importance to get this knowledge out. So much so that there was one person in, in Russia who got a book, and he was very inspired by it. And there was one place where he, read, he said, this knowledge should therefore be distributed. So he was so keen to every word that he decided, I gotta, I gotta print these books. He had never met a devotee. So he went to the printer and he printed a hundred books and he was distributing books <laughs> in his city. And then uh, some devotees were traveling. And they, they, they met this person distributing books and they said, oh, how are you going? Which temple are you from? And he said, uh, temple? <laughs> there's temples? Said, yeah, of course there's temples. You're distributing books. You don't live in a temple. No, I just read the books. That we said, distribute the books. I went and had some printed, so I'm distributing them. <laughs> and, and the devotee's jaw just like hit the ground. You, know? <laughs> you can imagine. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, there's this person who never met a devotee, understood the importance, and, and, and went out and distributed. Prabhupada said, actually, that this, this movement is so powerful that it cannot be stopped now. It's too late because the books are out there. And this is an example right there. Never met a devotee, he became a book distributor. And there was another example of someone in, uh, in Ireland. I was just in Ireland. And he was uh, reading, he, he purchased some books online. And he also was very inspired by the books. And also read that it's important that this book be distributed to the people. And he was ordering books from Radhadesh and distributing. And he had never also never met devotees. Amazing. <laughs> Power of Prabhupada's book. Make, you become a book distributor just by reading Prabhupada's books. Now you're meeting the devotees. 
so then he goes on to say, we must deliver this pure science of God to everyone and give them the chance to make their lives successful. Now generally what people think is success now in society, if you get a big house, you get a BMW, Mercedes-Benz, you have a big bank account, no debt, you have a nice wife, nice with children, that's success, right? <laughs> because that's all temporary. It's all temporary. It's all an illusion also. This is my wife, this is my husband, this is my house. It's mine. So real success is to realize one's spiritual nature and to realize uh, Krishna, to realize God and to engage in loving service to God. This is success. That, that pure devotional service means to engage in the service of Krishna with no motivation and uninterrupted. This is the highest success. And with this uh, devotional service, with this pure devotional service, one can, at the time of death, enter into the kingdom of God. Actually, even before <coughs> leaving the body, one can be in the kingdom of God. Was that if one engaged in devotional service? One, mm-hmm. so, uh, anybody who engages in devotional service is uh, already liberated. That anybody who engages their mind, body, and words in the service of Krishna is liberated even within this life. So we can be in the kingdom of God even before leaving the body. It's like a, Srila Prabhupada, he was uh, saying, he, he wrote a letter to his godbrothers saying that he wanted some help from them to start a temple. And he said to them, so pure, he said, anyway, even if we don't have a temple still, wherever I go, I'm, I'm creating the atmosphere of Vrindavan. <laughs> so this is the pure devotee. Prabhupada certainly did this. Devotees would, sometimes they would have problems and they would go to Prabhupada trying, you know, hoping that he could solve the problem. And they would just go in his, in his presence, just in his, in his space. And they would just forget their problems. And they would walk out just completely blissed out. And they wouldn't even tell Prabhupada about the problem. <laughs> because he creates the atmosphere of Vrindavan. And anybody can do that. Because it's there. This love for Krishna in the hearts of all living entities. They can come out. And what this, these books do is they, they spark this bhakti. It's like fire is within wood. And if you light it up, then the fire comes out. So love of Krishna, it's in the hearts of all living entities. Nitya Siddha Krishna Prema. It's in the hearts of all living entities. And, and, and by hearing about Krishna, this sparks this devotion. So whenever we give a book to someone, we're giving them an opportunity to spark this love of Krishna. Important, inconceivably important. Because the living entities have been wandering in the material world. Babande, Brahmate, Bhangivanji, Guru Krishna, Prasadita, The living entities are wandering through so many different species of life, and different universes, and and just suffering all the miseries of material existence, birth, death, old age and disease. And finally they have the human form of life by which they can understand. But practically everybody is wasting this 
sublime form of life. It's stated uh, that the human form of life is like a boat by which one can cross over the ocean of material existence. And the spiritual master, he's like the captain of this boat. And the Vedic literatures are like the favorable winds that can push the boat to one's desired destiny. So, but people are wasting it. Just wasting it. In this animal life, Prabhupada said that the, that the materialistic people, they're living their life like animals. He gave the example, just like a dog. They're running down the street with their four paws, and the human being, they're driving down the street with their four wheels, but the mentality is the same. Just the mentality of an animal. So the mentality of a human being is that they want to understand what is the goal of life. So we're giving them these answers. And we know, so many devotees, and you've got Prabhupada's books, this answered my questions. These books answer people's questions about life. They go to the universities, and there's no answers question. You can go to the to a church. There was one devotee in Europe. He was telling me that he went to one priest, and he was asking him about uh, reincarnation. And he said, no. but he he could just just because he was spiritually kind of elevated, he, he could understand that there must be. So they got Prabhupada's books completely because if the without reincarnation, the whole thing doesn't make sense. Because if you don't, just like the Christians, they say that if you don't make it in this life, then you go to hell. And you burn forever, completely. So therefore there's reincarnation. There's reincarnation, you get another chance. So people don't even have this, this basic knowledge, even of the soul. Ask any, any religious group, tell me something about the soul. Anybody think of anything? In the Bible? Nothing about the soul which is you know, very important that we understand that we're not the body <laughs> that we're the soul <laughs> so this, gives, this knowledge gives so much information about the soul so we can't even conceive of how important it is that this knowledge <clears throat> be distributed it's just like uh, imagine that some person he found a cure for all the different types of cancer there's a lot of, like hundreds of times. Imagine some doctor found the cure for all the different types of cancer, found the cure for AIDS. I mean, that would be huge news in the world. It would be front page news all over the world. Now imagine if that person didn't give it out. That doctor has all these cures for all these diseases, and he decided to just go on a cruise for six months, you know, around the Caribbean and Australia. I mean, that would be that would be the next big news. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor has found cure for all types of cancer and AIDS, but goes on a cruise for six months, doesn't give it to anybody. It would be considered criminal, isn't it? It would be considered like a jerk, you know, just a real rascal, right? So actually, believe it or not, we have the cure for all the diseases. Not only all the different types of cancer, AIDS, but all the diseases that people read Prabhupada's books and take them seriously they can go back to the kingdom of God the spiritual world so we have a cure and we just have to get it out there not everybody will take advantage but some will, just like we have 
and now there's about a million devotees. Not all living in the temple. I think only about 5% live in the temple. <laughs> but there's about a million devotees, congregational members that, that accept Krishna's God, Srila Prabhupada, is my main mentor, my main guide, founder Charya. So that's pretty good. 40 years. That's good. And there's so many others that are looking for the absolute truth. So we just have to make these books available. And here in Denver, so many nice, it's like he went out to that concert and he got three pages of emails. Five pages. <laughs> Amazing. People are so attracted. It's a very nice area. So yeah, so distribute this mercy. So now, continuing with this letter, the beautiful letter, isn't it? Amazing, so many amazing points in this letter. So he says, continue. So you continue this book distribution program very nicely, and at the same time, take advantage of these books yourselves. He actually many times he criticized devotees that he would be on a walk with Sankirtan devotees, and they would be telling him how many books he was to them. And he said, he would say, and, and what do you say to them? What do you distribute? And the devotees would clam up. No one would say anything. <laughs> So then Prabhupada said, well, you have to read the books also. Because if you don't read the books, then they ask you, what's the book about? Oh, I don't know, I just distribute them. You know? <laughs> no, you have to read the books also. He would chastise them. And there's one time he even said that, he said, I wrote my books for my disciples. Because he, he, he felt that, you know, that you know, you're into distributing, but you're not reading them. So. And also he said that he said, read the books minimum one hour, one to two hours. A day. So this kind of keeps the philosophy fresh. So if we don't read, then our intelligence becomes weak. And then our mind becomes weak. If our intelligence is strong, then the mind is blown and can control the mind. But if, if, we're, if our intelligence is not sharp, it's not strong, then uh, we become weak. And reading Prabhupada's books, this is how we nurture our intelligence. We stay on the straight, narrow path back to Krishna. So we can stay on this straight, narrow path of also staying on this book distribution mission. So we have to hear attentively. So on that note, is there any question or comment? First one is all, yeah. In your experience, what's the different approach like in terms of not just the distribution part, but I mean, there's traveling Sankirtan devotees who distribute books, but then for local people, people living locally, is there a different emphasis, like we're trying to emphasize these emails or something like that? Mm -hmm. like, well, yeah, this is one big advantage of distributing in your local area, is that just like you've got five pages of emails, so they're, they live in this area, you know, a lot of them, I mean, some might have you know, come from 100 miles away or so, but most of them just live in this area here. So you can invite them to the temple, to the restaurant, and uh, yeah, that's a great advantage. That's one of the disadvantages of traveling Sankirtan, that you're just, you know, dropping in there for a day or two. Just like they're doing the warp tour now, which is fantastic. You know, they're distributing thousands and thousands of books all over the country. But they're just for, there for a day or two, and then they never see them again. I mean, they may get some emails, but I think it's just a pretty quick thing. I don't think they're so much into that. But this program here is very cultivate people. Prabhupada gave the example of, of fanning a spark. Trying, you're trying to get some fire going and you get it 
the spark is there, so you fan it, and then the, the fire comes up. So that's what you do with these emails, we're actually fanning the spark. It's good to get phone numbers also. In LA, I get phone numbers also. That's a little more personal. Mm-hmm. Speaking to someone is a little. Emails are a little. You know, if you just delete it, you know. <laughs> but you can't delete people speaking to you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little more personal. Try to get their phone numbers also. I mean, not too long ago, I distributed a book to one. Well, he actually he was here, Dr. David. I distributed a book of Gita to him. I got his phone number also. So I was calling him, invited him to the temple. He came. Now he's a devotee, he's in the Bhakti program again. Now he had some problems with his family, so he was like moving around trying to avoid his family, but now he's a very nice devotee. He was here too? Yeah, he was here for how many months? A couple months. On a chase. Family was chasing him. So now there's many ways to fan the spark. Devotees used to also send prasadam. That's how Ratnabhushan became a devotee. They would also get addresses and they would send prasadam. Prabhupada said, Prashadam is our secret weapon to fight against Maya. Kitchen religion. So that's another thing. Addresses are, you get a really nice person, you get their address, send them Prashadam. I've noticed you have some stars on some of them. Yeah. On those stars, get their address too, and send them Prashadam. Yeah, they're getting a good dose of that. <laughs> like, I was thinking earlier, you were saying about people's sense, the sense of giving and not taking. Yeah. It's interesting, and I'm sure you've Distribution. A lot of times when it's combined with like Haryana and Prasadam all together, and even though we're there, it's very, it's very clear on our side that we're there as there's a mission involved, mm-hmm. getting out the Prasadam, getting out the Nira. We really like when you're here because you're not pushing anything on anyone. It's just you guys are just so relaxed, even though internally, but it's amazing how the Prasadam and the music, they're just thinking, oh, this is a good vibe, good food, good music. Hey, some cool books. And even though, not that we're trying to bash it over him, but obviously there's a mission involved, and yet so many times they come up and they say, hey, I really appreciate you're not really trying to push anything on them, even though they're getting a dose of, you know, perhaps a secret weapon, perhaps yeah. a secret weapon, and oh, Vaisheshika says the holy name is like an aggressor, it goes in, does the job, and they the books. Yeah, and it's funny, like, this at the concert, I don't know how many times it, it happened, like, more times than I could count, they would walk up and say, this is free? I'm like, yeah. And then they just pull up their wallet and give it over. Is this free? Yeah, yeah, it's free. And then they would take out their wallet and it's free. And then they would, yeah, they would just take out their wallet. Another point. Because it's free. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we have to also be careful about that. We have a, bad, we have a very bad reputation mm. you know, for giving out free books. Mm. And then when they don't give a donation for the free book, we take the free book back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was a student at a, at, a, at a table at a university, and one professor so what group was, oh yeah, you guys are famous as the ones that give out the free books, and then when you don't get a donation, you take back the free book. Yeah. <laughs> that was a professor, you know. Generally, he's probably not in concerts, or, you know, we don't, you know, we don't, you know, we have that reputation. Yeah, I also appreciated a lot your uh, two things, you know, with yourself. I, I see with yourself, Ganapati Maharaj, Vaisheshika, Mother Nidra, devotees who had such a, so many years of being in the front line preaching, but side by side a very strong foundation in the Shastra, association with the Shastra, a shooting star like Nathuus, I'm going to get the years go, there's not much understanding of the books to see in our, in our movie. And along with that, um, oh yeah, 
you said that when you go out, it's when you go out and with the book distribution, you're meeting the public. It really reveals where you're at with your character, where you're at with your. You'll be exposed. It's it's right. It's, it's a quick exposure, just like with this professor, right? Like wow, you know how are we presenting the books? What words am I saying? What's my it's so uh, it's so purifying and empowering for our own our own, our own character development, even because as you said, once you go out, it's like okay, it's it's pretty revealed where I'm at. You know, I can just. I can apparently get up and you know, do the external practices. No, no doubt those have, a, those have an important effect. And like you said, once you're out there meeting with someone, how is, how is that practice put into, how are those practices put into practice? It kind of reflects with the people that we speak to, it kind of reflects right there. Because Christians reciprocate also. Yes. So, I'm not a Buddhist <laughs> but what Not yet. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> have you just seen the sets. We do Bhagavatam sets. You do Bhagavatam sets, yeah. and she said she's not a book distributor. I don't know. He's one of them. So one thing I was thinking that... You have Mother Nita here now. Can, I think you can become a book distributor. Yes, I'm open. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sitting as close as I can. <laughs> so one thing I was thinking is what I thought, just like you know, you were writing about it, what was happening. So if it could be possible to do some kind of a sampling of how do you go about it from beginning to end, Mm. Uh, again, not the mechanics essentially, but even just for new people to kind of understand, okay, how do you uh, pinpoint, who do you approach, and then what do you assess, and, and kind of what do you think of? Well, I, actually, I'm, I'm doing a lot of uh, filming now, mm -hmm. so I'm going to make it available. You can even do it now. You can see how I distribute. You just go to, yeah, yeah. if you go to YouTube, okay. and you just go to San Diego Book Distribution, huh. you'll see how I distribute Huh? San Diego Book Distribution? I think it's two words. Or three words, yeah. San Diego Book So you can see how. Devotees have told me as they travel how they kind of help them. And uh, I'm gonna, we're going to be putting more. I'm going to put this, all this footage I'm doing. I'm going to put it on DVD. And, I don't know if I say it's because website. And we're going to get it out to the people so you can see it. Even I think every life has some more for this issue of Not actually distributing. I have some, though. It's as to see more but quite a bit more the internal process. Oh, yeah, that's internal right. Internal consideration, internal meditation yeah. along the way. Because, you know, it's okay, I can always go out and you know, start to talk about it and use some of the mechanics, but it's almost, I feel like, I need sort of that sense of, you know, you, I mean, from different people, maybe, you know, you're probably going to be at some point thinking in terms of, uh, oh, this person sees that interest. So you're kind of doing Well, that takes a practice. Yeah, mm -hmm. that takes a practice makes perfect. You know, you're not, sure. not going to go out there on your first day and you're going to know everything. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, how to deal with certain people and you know who to. Yeah, it takes practice. You can take advantage of. Atman here is very good. Chakramba is before, that's seventeen years. <laughs> he doesn't believe in himself. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and he promised yeah, really Krishna. He made a promise to Krishna that he's going to distribute books or do Sangatana for the rest of his life. So he's staunch. <laughs> <laughs> Last gravel. <laughs> Last rocks. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes devotees and we used to distribute, um, you know, Gita and Bhagavatam, whatever. Uh -huh. So I was just wondering what the realization is on the uh, kind of the nature of the books that we distribute over the years. Mm. Is there like a idea of what we want to go for? Because when Prabhupada was here, we distributed his 
His words. Yeah. Well, Science of Self-Realization has been found to make a lot of devotees. Very good book. Good introduction. Journey of Self-Discovery also. Very good. Of course, the Bhagavad Gita has also made a lot of devotees. It brought me around also. Thank you for coming, Hare Krishna. And now we have the Srimad Bhagavatam. Have you got them yet? They're coming. Actually, yes. On your request, I, I mentioned to I've heard other requests. Srimad Bhagavatam one one. And I just some of it, I was just speaking to somebody that became a devotee from reading the the one one. Some but yeah, the Srimad Bhagavatam. It's great. Amala Purana. Spotless Purana. Bhagavad Gita. So these books of course will always be distributed, but some of these other books of Prabhupada's words are also very powerful. You're right. Right. Need more books? It just seems like we need more Bhagavad Gita, at least first canto, yeah. second canto. Yeah, we used to have a second canto, Krishna book. Oh yeah, we were just doing all kinds of CCs, <laughs> ninth cantos, all <laughs> How many do we have? How many? As far as the small books, you mean? Yeah, like I, whenever I try to, I would try to call BBT and be like, "Can I get some civilization transcendent?" No, we don't have those. Yeah, because see, the the thing is, is is if you get a, to get a good uh, price, you have to you have to get a lot of them. You have to yeah. print a lot of them. Yeah. And sometimes the a lot of books will sit there. They don't want books sitting there mm-hmm. a long time. So yeah. they they print the books that are going out. So it's just a demand. Yeah, the demand. That's mm-hmm. what they're interested in. They don't want books you know, sitting there because they get old also. Yeah. And they take up space, mm-hmm. so it's a whole... Even the new printings I've seen mm-hmm. in India are really like... Um, Getting good, huh? Yeah, like, like the small books are so bright and vibrant. Yeah, I remember this, but she was... And I ever book. One thing I noticed, this is just a personal thing, is like here, with the new printings, they're, they're becoming more modern, but it's almost like